Hey everyone, it is Thursday. My goodness, y'all, it seems like it has been a long week. And I know you guys, um, I hope that your week is going well. I hope that your uh, online classes, the start of that this week is going well and, and things are starting to, to kind of um, calm down a little bit for you all as you as you look at concluding and, and ending this semester on a high note. Um, over the last, um, well, that is good. If you heard that, I apologize. My computer um, loves to ding at me alerts, and I forgot to turn my volume down. I apologize for that. Um, but as we continue in common prayer, since we've started this last week, we've been um, looking at Exodus, which is is quite uh, interesting that that is what's prepared for us in the common um in the, in the Common Prayer uh, Liturgy for Ordinary Radicals that is actually in our bookshelves here at the Wesley Foundation, if you'd like to borrow a copy. Um, about freedom, about the Hebrew people being led out of Egypt, bondage and slavery in Egypt, and Moses going to Pharaoh and demanding uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through God's words, um, that these people be set free. Um, so, that's where we are today, and um, this is where we start on March 26th, uh, a little bit about Harriet Tubman. So um, Harriet Tubman was born into slavery in the 1820s, and in 1849 she had a vision that compelled her to run away, traveling under the cover of night with only the North Star as her guide. Arriving safely in Pennsylvania, she felt like she was in heaven. I had crossed the line, she wrote. I was free, but there was no one to welcome me to the land of freedom. Tubman committed herself to helping others escape to freedom, guiding at least 300 fugitive slaves to Canada over the course of 15 years. To those who traveled under her guidance, she was known as Moses. They would call ourselves into this time of prayer. O Lord, let my soul rise up to meet you. As the day rises to meet the sun, glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. The song for the day, and I haven't done this yet in our uh, Common Prayer podcast recordings here, but our song for the day is still a way to Jesus. And um, I found a version of this recorded by... The ACM Gospel Choir, it's a British Gospel Choir of students at the Academy of Contemporary uh, Music. And so um, they recorded a version of Still Away, which is found in the United Methodist Hymn Book. Um, You've probably not sang it before. Um, Probably It's not a very familiar tune, one that a congregation would easily pick up. Very simple words, though, that speak to us and that especially speak um, to our Scripture today as we look again at Exodus. So hear this, um, and then we will continue with the word from Exodus.
Our psalm for the day is Psalm 119, 153 through 156. Behold my affliction and deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Plead my cause and redeem me according to your promise. Give me life. Deliverance is far from the wicked, for they do not study your statutes. Great is your compassion, O Lord. Preserve my life according to your judgments. We look at Exodus chapter 12, verses 14 through 27. Twelve, fourteen, through twenty-seven. This day will be a day of remembering for you. You will observe it as a festival to the Lord. You will observe it in every generation as a regulation for all time. And this is talking about the Passover, of course. You will eat unleavened bread for seven days. On the first day, you must remove yeast from your houses because anyone who eats leavened bread any time during those seven days will be cut off from Israel. The first day and the seventh day will be a holy occasion for you. No work at all should be done on those days except for preparing the food that everyone is going to eat. That is the only work you may do. You should observe the festival of unleavened bread because on this precise day I brought you out of the land of Egypt in military formation. You should observe this day in every generation as a regulation for all time. In the first month, from the evening of the fourteenth day until the evening of the twenty-first day, you shall eat unleavened bread. For seven days no yeast should be found in your houses, because whoever eats leavened bread will be cut off from the Israelite community, whether the person is an immigrant or a native of the land. You should not eat anything made with yeast in all your settlements. You should eat only unleavened bread. Then Moses called together all of Israel's elders and said to them, Go pick out one of the flock for your families and slaughter the Passover lamb. Take a bunch of hyssop, dip it into the blood that is in a bowl, and touch the beam above the door and the two doorposts with the blood in the bowl. None of you should go out the door of your house until morning. When the Lord comes by to strike down the Egyptians and sees the blood on the beam above the door and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over that door. He won't let the destroyer enter your houses to strike you down. You should observe this ritual as a regulation for all time for you and your children. This is God's Word uh, as we see here in Exodus, and we will continue uh, looking at this over the next few days as God leads these people out of Israel. Our Gospel lesson comes from Mark chapter 9, verses 30 through 41. And um, this is particularly um, a verse that we need to hear as we come closer to Holy Week. From there, Jesus and his followers went through Galilee, but he didn't want anyone to know it. This was because he was teaching his disciples, the human one will be delivered into human hands. They will kill him. Three days after he is killed, he will rise up. 
But they didn't understand this kind of talk, and they were afraid to ask him. They entered Capernaum. When they had come into a house, he asked them, What were you arguing about during the journey? They didn't respond, since on the way they had been debating with with each other about who was the greatest. He sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be least of all and the servant of all. Jesus reached for a little child, placed him among the twelve, and embraced him. Then he said, Whoever welcomes one of these children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me isn't actually welcoming me, but rather the one who sent me. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone throwing demons out in your name, and we tried to stop him because he wasn't following us. Jesus replied, Don't stop him. No one who does powerful acts in my name can quickly turn around and curse me. Whoever isn't against us is for us. I assure you that whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ will certainly be rewarded. In a letter to Harriet Tubman, fellow abolitionist Frederick Douglass wrote, Most that I have done and suffered in the service of our cause has been in public, and I have received much encouragement at every step of the way. You, on the other hand, have labored in a private way. Most that you have done has been witnessed by a few trembling, scared, and footsore bondsmen and women who you have led out of the house of bondage and whose heartfelt, God bless you, has been your only reward. As we go into this time of prayer together, I pray that you will be able to press pause here in a moment, take the time that is necessary for you to lift up all of those who are still in bondage today, whatever the definition may be. True, actual human bondage and slavery and those that are involved in human trafficking, those that are bound by sickness, by grief, by the unknown. May we ask God to bring peace. May we ask God to use us in some way to bring peace and hope to all of humanity in this time. So I invite you now to press pause. And when it's it's time for you to continue on and, and you want to finish your prayer and and continue on as we finish praying together. Press play, and I will close us in this prayer. Thank you, Lord, that throughout history there have been women whose steadfast faith and hope in you have brought about justice, freedom, and security for those who most needed it. We pray we can learn from women like Rahab and Esther and Harriet Tubman what it means to commit our lives to your service. Amen. My friends, go in peace this day, and may we be used for God's service here in this world right now that desperately needs to know God's light and God's hope. I will speak to you guys soon.